0: Welcome back to Crabby Road Studios. I'm your host, J. Harry Black, and this is a special edition of the Black Ops Podcast. In order to protect my mind from the media's Vulcan mind meld, I've hidden my head away in a safe place where it will be shielded from the infection it's nothing short of amazing to me how predictable this whole thing has been. I told you two weeks ago their next move was going to be a mandatory lockdown, which they have slowly and subtly done. Till now we have about 40 states under a mandatory lockdown. This has been the greatest test of the government's ability to invoke fear in the population utilization of their greatest weapon, the mainstream media. They have literally suspended our constitutional rights and imprisoned us in our homes. There are so many layers to the ramifications this power can provide to those who have had bad intentions for the country. They are already working to mandate voting by mail, which will give the deep state complete control over the ballots with literally no oversight. If this was going to take place, I would want to see the military protecting the ballots with independent people from both sides, looking over and verifying every single ballot. Otherwise, we will never know if our ballots were counted, if corruption hadn't taken place. We won't know anything, and they will do whatever they need to do to win. How long do they intend to lock the nation down? Till November 10th? They have literally wiped out our ability to earn, placing the country into complete dependency on the government. So what would you call it when the people are completely dependent on the government for survival? Go ahead, take your time. We're not going anywhere. So now, we will see how many excuses they come up with as uh, if we haven't flattened the curve. As to why we haven't flattened the curve. Even though the entire nation has literally been placed into a mandatory lockdown. We'll see if we haven't flattened that curve. If at the end of 30 days we still have a pandemic, then it will be obvious the only pandemic we have is a viral case of bullshtine. The entire purpose of this was to test their control capabilities as they push the world closer to global governance. The UN has called for global governance within 13 years, or by the year 2033. If I survive till then, I will be 73. So it really will have no impact on my life. But I'm more concerned for the lives of my children and my grandchildren and my grandchildren's children and their grandchildren if you know what I mean you can go to the World Economic Forum at www.weforum.org and actually look at the agenda for COVID-19 response the response map is interactive and as you click on it and see the different scenarios and their response to it one of the responses clearly states global governance as a part of that response it will be very interesting to see how this plays out over the next 30 days but in my opinion there has never been a higher level of hypocrisy and outright disinformation to trigger panic among the population. I'm sorry, but the numbers don't add up to justify the level of response, as well as the level of criticism and blame that has been put upon President Trump. He has been more proactive and presidential than Obama ever was during the H1N1 pandemic. His initial response of closing entry into the U.S. was blocked and criticized by the left, and then they turned around on him, accusing him of not responding soon enough. Now I understand you may disagree with my premise that this virus does not rise to the level of response it has received, but let's look at the numbers. Under Obama, by May of 2009, H1N1 had infected Americans in all 50 states. Obama did not declare a national emergency until October of 2009, a full five months later. In that time, Forty four thousand, excuse me, four thousand Americans had died in that five months. Two hundred fifty thousand Americans were hospitalized, not just infected, hospitalized. Twenty-two million Americans were infected. Twenty-two million Americans were infected. By November of 2009, two months after Obama declared a national emergency, 10,000 Americans had died of H1N1. So where was the response like the response for the Kung Flu? That's right, I said it. What was the blame and criticism for Obama's response? It didn't exist. God forbid anyone speak out against the messiah of the liberal left. As of April 2nd, the total number of coronavirus cases in the U.S. is 228,727. 5,373 deaths, the majority being elderly or people with underlying health issues. 10,280 have fully recovered, leaving 213,074 patients still active. The current population of the U.S. is two million six hundred651 people. H1N1, 250,000 people were hospitalized, while coronavirus cases, just infections, many not requiring hospitalization at all, are only 228,727. The response to the numbers in both scenarios don't add up. I would contend that if Obama were president today, the response to coronavirus would be exactly as it was to H1N1. And suspiciously, no matter how much the population is restricted in movement, things don't seem to change the numbers continue to rise now it'll be interesting to see after 30 days if we haven't flattened the curve because if there's literally no contact between people nobody's working, no one's going to stores no one's going anywhere, the country is literally shut down so where's the infection coming from At some point, within this 30 days, if it doesn't flatten out, there's something suspicious going on. And in all this time that people have been social distancing and not going to work and everything else, still, they managed to consume all the damn toilet paper within the first hour of a store like Costco opening for the day. Every single shipment they get in of toilet paper within the first hour of the store's opening, it's gone. Water, bread, flour, hand sanitizer, etc. At some point, the supply chain should overtake the demand, unless it's artificially being restricted. Personal protective gear being produced in numbers never imaginable, yet the supply never seems to overtake the demand. And even more puzzling, H1N1 produces this same effect on the supply chain. It should have produced the same effect, and yet it didn't. Why? Probably because panic was bred into the population through the carefully crafted media campaign. Dr. Fauci, the top expert the top expert on infectious disease first stated that the coronavirus, once you recovered from it you would have antibodies in your immune system against future infection and just as I predicted would happen. Within a few days, he reversed that without even bringing up the fact of what he said before. He just basically acted as if he never said it. And uh, the media began reporting that coronavirus was going to be a seasonal occurrence, according to Dr. Fauci, the top infectious disease uh, doctor in the country and uh, it would require a vaccine which now opens the door to mandate vaccines for everybody which was no big surprise to me I was saying it weeks ago these very scenarios were discussed at the event 201 forum and are spelled out in the agenda of the Digital ID 2020 Alliance. Big Pharma and Microsoft teaming up with the Digital ID 2020 Alliance that will combine vaccinations with implantable microchips to create your digital ID. That information is readily available from multiple sources for you to research simply by Googling Digital ID 2020 Vaccine, Googling Event 201, three months before the coronavirus outbreak, researchers simulated a global pandemic in Event 201. The event was sponsored by the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, the World Economic Forum, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Bill Gates is an outspoken advocate of population reduction. Google Agenda 21 and its partner, Agenda 30. The goal being to cut the population of the earth from 7 billion people to 1 billion people. The deep state and its agenda has never been exposed to the degree it has been in the past two years. Everything from global governance all the way to and including their club of pedophiles and satanic cults. So when does conspiracy theory become conspiracy fact? When it's too late? The next 30 days are going to be very telling. Because if we don't see the flattening of the curve and the release of our unconstitutional imprisonment within our homes, then you know that something deeper is afoot. Something more sinister is afoot. Because right now, we are at the mercy of the government. They've taken away our ability to earn and take care of our financial obligations. And so now, we are entirely dependent upon the government. And being entirely dependent upon the government is a very dangerous place to be. So watch, listen, pay attention, because this is the most critical juncture in our history. And it's going to prove if it's just an innocent reaction for our benefit and safety, or if there's something more sinister afoot. There's a lot of places out there to research, where I told you to research. World Economic Forum, Google it, play around with the map, they don't hide any of their intentions whatsoever, Google Event 201, you can see three months before the outbreak, they were playing with scenarios on how to deal with a global pandemic, just a dink. Google Digital ID 2020 Vaccine. And you will see. It's not conspiracy theory. It's conspiracy fact. And the fact is who the players are in the conspiracy. But we'll see. We got 30 days. So, have a margarita, smoke a cigar, chill out, look at it as a 30-day vacation where you can't do a damn thing but sit in your house. Amazing. So anyway, I hope to have my head back by the next one. Unless they find it and cut it off completely from my body. Nothing would surprise me at this point, because those who don't comply will be imprisoned or killed. Hopefully we haven't come to that point yet, (laughs) although nothing would surprise me anymore at this point. But enjoy your vacation. If anything, I hope that my opinions are, if anything, entertaining. It's another side to think about, it's all very suspicious, or it's all very innocent. But either way, I tend to be more suspicious of the government than trusting. I've seen too much over the years. I refuse to be a sheep, but we all got to make a decision for ourselves. You can join the herd and be called or you can take the red pill. If you take the red pill, there's no going back. Thanks for listening. Just want to remind you that the Black Ops Podcast is brought to you by Triumph2020USA.com and the Road Corporation. Visit triumph2020usa.com where you can find a plethora of items that show your support for Orange Man Bad we know Orange Man Good and check out the line of gear from the own corporation great equipment at a great price and they back it up the next time this is the Headless Horseman warning you with information, arming you with information that you can use to protect yourself. Anyway, God bless. Talk to you later. Be safe out there and stay the hell away from me.